W E M F Radio. Hey, I'm Pat B. Oh, my my bad. Adam Willis is out today, but you're listening to the Geek Down here on W E M F Radio. Bionically. That's right, you heard what the man said. Yo, I apologize, y'all. Black Adam Willis could not Drug join Jules. us today. We're gonna have a bit of like I'm choked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, so much better. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. And I am not alone, as was implied. I'm looking across the table at my homeboy Supreme, my main man, old school himself. You know him as the Thriller Priest. He is my brother JM. Peace, peace, y'all. This makes it three weeks in a row I'm on The Geek Down. So, yeah, man, I'm happy to be here, brother. Happy can't to be get, here. Can't get rid of the job, sucker, man. Hey. showing up. <laughs> Happy to have you, brother. Hit it, hit Glad to be here. Bye. Pound, yeah. And also, the man keeping us sounding extra special. You know him. You love him. I'm talking about Herbie Herb. Hey, everybody. How's it going out there? Uh, doing okay, man. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. Well, thanks, brother. All right. Now, we will be joined a little later on by Dirty D himself. He was running a little behind, had to get those last-minute scoops. But we also have a couple of special guests in the house tonight. Extra special friends of mine coming all the way, all the way from like three blocks from here. Yeah, I'm talking about. That's true. Yeah, fellas, you want to introduce yourselves? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm Doug. Uh, nice to meet all you guys. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's this exciting stuff. Yeah, it's, this is one of those uh, random to pat on the tea nights, and we're here now. My name's Nick. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, for real. Thanks for joining us. These extra oh, awkward voices you heard in full NPR mode are uh, good friends of mine, old poker buddies. Ran into me on the road here and just felt they had to sit in and give their thoughts on some of these extra special topics we have tonight because we have the news that you came for. We have reviews you've been wanting. We have the... Oh, man, we got the commentaries you've been salivating over. I'm talking about that part two of Civil War. The man, JM, is not only an aficionado of the movie, but he also is well, well familiar, in-depthly familiar, intimately familiar almost inappropriately familiar with the civil war <laughs> with, <laughs> with the literature and he's going to bring that information to you later on in the show we also have comic reviews and game reviews so we're going to jump right into it with a little bit of news um dude i just want to first of all uh, pay respects to uh we lost legend this week like just a few days ago uh legendary comic writer and artist darwin cook passed away um, he passed away at age 54. Darwin Cook's best known for his art, so his, it, was, it was always filled with like, you know, really clean, uh, thick lines, which was starting from his day and age. Everyone was all like, oh, I got to shadow it and get all these scratches and sketches. Like, no, I believe in a clean style. It's very visually appealing. Um, dynamic, smooth action in the actual illustration. It was good stuff, dude. Um, if you've ever seen, like, uh, I want to say, like, Ecstatics or any of those. You know, it's like a really clean style, madman style art. Um, and did a lot of early JLA, a lot of early Superman, a lot of early Batman, a lot of work for DC. A lot of work for DC. Yeah, and dude, it's it's like, this is like one of our generation's Jack Kirby moments, you know, where it's like a dude we've known for the entire career of like reading comics, uh, is just, just passed. It's like, you don't expect these people to ever, ever really go because it's just constant background figures. It's like, no, I know, I know his work. It's always there. Yeah, man. It's sad because I mean, this came out of left field because I mean, it was only on what well, a couple of days ago, the 13th, Yeah. his wife made an announcement on the, on his blog, just saying, you know what, he's going through this aggressive form of cancer and it just happened, man. It's sad. That's what's extra messed up about it. Like they didn't announce it. You're right. Until like literally a day or two before he died. Like mm-hmm. they said, well, you know, we just want to, we feel it's time to let people know. And then he's gone, mm-hmm. you know? So that's kind of a bummer. Um, 
it's fun, it's funny like i've always known the name and i never really like sought out the work you know i've looked up people like wally wood right you know i've looked up uh people like um like oh, damn i was gonna say uh, daniel way you know it's like i've specifically gone out of my way to check them mm-hmm. and the thing is i know cook's artwork backwards and forwards i like cook's artwork i have a bunch of his books and i've really thought to like venture in that level i mean there's a bunch of names like that but darwin cook was one of the one of the ones that stands out like that you know yeah absolutely you know, we're talking on the level of like joe Kubert. yep you know and it's kind of sad to find out that you know maybe i could have met this cat at a con you know maybe i could have gotten an actual autograph because i've known the work for most of my pretty much all my my comic reading career yeah, man. I mean, we got him here recently at a, at a con, mm-hmm. 2013. He might have been in another one, but the most recent one I'm tracking is 2013. You're right. It could have been a possibility that we could have seen him this year. But, I mean, with him being sick and just coming on left field, it's definitely a sad day for those who those who are lovers, aficionados, those who are just brand new to comics. Mm-hmm. At some point, at some point, if you're between the ages of like 25 and 40, 50, mm-hmm. you have come across this man's work. So, I mean, it's just a sad day. It's a sad day. Nah, for real. But one of the, like, it's better things to come out of it, not, not to come out of it, but one of the better things now that's happening online, which really shows the appreciation for the career of this man who is kind of the unsung, one of the unsung heroes of comics, so, you know, really make an identifiable style that la- that withstood the test of time and lasted, mm-hmm. is now you just type in the name Darwin Cook and so many results, like, pop up. Like, if you just do a Google image search, you will, uh, you will undoubtedly see something in, like, the first the first two, three lines that you know. And they're like, oh, yeah, I recognize that. I know exactly what that is or what that's from. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bam, you will instantly be touched. You know, it's, it's like that level. That absolutely, level. absolutely. You're absolutely right. And for those of y'all who, who are finding it difficult to be able to find his work or even go even deeper into his work, I don't want to plug for the company, but it's a good deal. Comixology, get up on it, because I'm pretty sure you will find his work there. Mm-mm-mm. So Darwin Cook, legendary comic writer, legendary comic artist, and comic pioneer, passed away at age 54, cancer, the big C man, yo, it's dropping fast like flies. Mm-hmm. Darwin Cook, rest in peace. R.I.P. Mm. All right, now we in the house have just been joined by Dirty D himself. What's up, Snoogans? Uh, we got to say for yourself, my man. Welcome. How you doing, brother? Long time. Glad to see you, brother. Glad to see you. Good to see you, brother. I'm glad to hear you're out of breath because I'm going to get to talking. Uh, (laughs) 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 Um, Nah, I really want to get your thoughts thoughts on this next story because, dig it, uh, Disney has canceled Disney Infinity. You know, uh, now, were you a a Disney Infinity player? No, my son was, though. Your son was? Okay, so you got... My son and his friends were, so obviously I was the one who paid for everything. (laughs) (laughs) How's he taking this, though, man? Has he, he, like, come to you with, yo, damn! You know what they did? <laughs> well, did no, you know, you know what's funny? He came at me really logically. Really? Dude, what am I going to do with all these little amiibo action figures? Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's what he said to me. I was like, well, that was a damn good question. <laughs> Yo, I suppose like a third of like the um, the video game aisle mm-hmm. in Target's going to be just it's shambles because a yeah. lot of it contains these affinity figures man mm-hmm. and the games and add-ons and all that stuff man so well i'm like we know we can go either one of two ways i'm wondering if it's going to be one of those situations where everyone rushes to these and just starts like stockpiling yo these are going to be worth mad money and then they end up flooding the market and it becomes like beanie babies no one cares in like six months <laughs> or will it just become like that rare where it's just like everyone has their fond memories of disney I, infinity i think that direction will be determined on 
what the gaming industry is going to look like in the next 10 years, I say. Mm, gaming industry. You know, I, I, think, I think it's what's, what, what are the four-year-olds going to do once... Uh, I mean, look how popular the N64 is. I feel like you can go that route. You know, yeah. just classic N64. You know, a classic Wii, whatever system you played it for. Hmm. Um, so what you're saying is I'm going to be damned to another uh, 15 years just hating on it because I don't understand. Because <laughs> you don't understand. Yeah. And then when year 16 comes by, you're going to be like, yeah, I think I should cop some of those. Nah, 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 yeah, nah. when they're like $50 a figure. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, your little man's going to be stacking on and holding his forever, like, boy. Yeah, I paid for college with these. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Dude. All right, anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, um, just recently, Disney has canceled Disney Infinity. Um, so no longer be self-publishing games. That whole Now, Disney's just like dropping key departments like well not like flies but at a steady pace here first was animation yeah you know mm. no more di- that f- extra familiar disney animation you grew up with so that's gone and oddly enough i noticed an influx of disney animation style porn on the net <laughs> mm. <laughs> can't imagine where that all came from super flux <laughs> <laughs> well now they're out of the games market too all um, of a sudden da- uh what's her name daffy duck's wife uh, Daisy. Daisy's yeah, yeah, yeah. looking all extra attractive. Dodge. Yeah, for real. I'm like, hmm, Daisy. What, what are you talking about? Like, what's about, going on, Ariel? It's all about Lola what's Bunny and Jessica Rabbit these days, man. Post, yeah, post living the now. <laughs> yeah, I'll say living the now, talking about like 30 year old cartoons and stuff. So <laughs> as sales were down in spite of uh, it's popping back to the actual news now, Doug. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> no. Uh, sales were down to the actual, uh, in spite of uh, its popularity, Disney announced. That it's canceling the Infinity line and is completely getting out of the uh, self-publishing uh, business of self-publishing games altogether. A charge of 147 million dollars, uh, quote unquote, in connection with the discontinuation of Disney's console game business, uh, affected the company's earnings. Um, mm. Now, Disney released a statement regarding the series' uh, discontinuation, promising two more upcoming sets, uh, including three new characters. Oh, their words, not mine. Uh, three new characters from Alice through the Looking Glass, yeah, oh, as well <laughs> as well as Finding Dory, uh, a Finding Dory playset uh, in June. Yeah, they just gotta get that one out real quick. <laughs> I'm not gonna front. I might have dodged the bullet on that one. Um, that Alice through the Looking Glass, because I probably would have been in store purchasing that. So I might have dodged the bullet on that one. Really, you had to have your March hair action figure. Not even me, man. Not even me. The little man's gonna want it. He gonna want it. So Yo, like, how 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 familiar? Isn't your son like two? He is, but the, 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 the play with it, that, that joke will just that joke will be throwing it against the, the ball. The look on his face was priceless. For real. <laughs> he, he got kids, man. It don't even matter. Like, my kid got pro wrestling action figures. He don't know. He just know he got the black guy action figure, the white guy action figure. That's all he know. He got Goldberg and he got Booker T. That's all he know. Wow. <laughs> and he just be slamming them together. He don't know nothing. Exactly. He just know they action figures. Nah, you buying them the wrong ones, yo. You gotta I buy. even buy those. Those were gifts. Gifts? Yeah, those were gifts. Damn, who's hating on the child? It's like, okay, I'll give you this this like 12-year-old wrestler and then this like it's like it's like 17-year-old wrestler and you can smack them together. They couldn't even give you like a Stardust. For real. For they, real. They'll give you like a Starbust, a Stardust and a, and a Sheamus. It'll be like one rainbow color and one like clear action figure <laughs> translucent for real it's like why does this action figure give off light what <laughs> I'm getting at is that's a pale pale dude alright I think I got it he's like he's like a reverse singularity like in, like, like, like the uh, the uh, reversible black hole um alright so <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that basically Disney's canceled infinity um it seems like at this point it was just like you know, f- final nail in the coffin. They Either just had that, it. or they make money. 
elsewhere. Yeah, a ton of money, a whole lot of money. Well, it's always sad when you see a struggling company like Disney have to have to make these like horrible. Yeah, (laughs) you know, God, that ESPN money must really be hurting. (laughs) (laughs) Marvel connected. That Marvel money. All right. Well, this will actually affect. uh, I do know some folks who were actual Disney Infinity users, um, despite our own mockery here. It was a great idea, but um, it's just a gimmick to me too. As a gamer, you know, hardcore as I am, it was just a huge gimmick to me. Yeah, I'm surprised it lasted this long. You know, the initial investment was like 127 or mm-hmm. something like that, and then you, the pieces were like maybe $15, $12 a piece, depending on how bad you wanted to say. Yeah, and but that's the it, thing. Man. But it was a genius idea. Like, everything that came out correlated with, you know, the Marvel releases. So, you know, when the Guardians of the Galaxy came out, then you got the Guardians of the Galaxy set. You know, bye, bye, bye. Yeah, well, right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but then it, it's like this is another in the long line of, like, good ideas that really just like fell by the wayside. It's like, this is a concept I wanted to see succeed. I would have loved to have seen succeeded because we're ushering in the next generation of things. And there, there's, there's like nothing. They all constantly fail. You know, it's it's kind of it's kind of a tra- it's kind of tragic. It really yeah. is, man. I can't be mad at them for even just taking a step at it because I mean, and it's in and it's on set. You figured, oh man, this is gonna be rev- rev- very revolutionary. revolutionary. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> we, knew, we knew we 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 knew what you meant. Despite you knew what, what I was trying to say, bro. You know what I was trying yeah. to say. But I mean, it, it it really seemed that way right off the box. Like you know what? I think this may last, and I'm not terribly surprised either that um it's not. Yeah. Well, I mean, I look at it this way. At the very least, with them out of the game, Disney had a great idea, but it was still a Disney. It's still one of the yeah. juggernauts that was doing it. True. Maybe, maybe a smaller company will come out now and be able to pull it off where Disney didn't succeed. And I don't want to say Disney failed. I'm not trying to put that out there because is it makes Skylanders? it seem like... Is the Skylanders game? It's a very similar thing, but um, is it part of the Disney thing? Uh, Yo, you know what? I'm not sure. Skylanders was like and that seems original. like something. I, yeah, Skylanders was the first one to really do it. Yeah. Um, so. And I should know that because it was like Skylanders and like everyone mistook Hero Clicks for the same type of setup. Yeah, and then Nintendo is, bought Amiibo. Yeah. Oh, Get your Zelda on, guys. Man, it was, all, it, was, <laughs> it was all beyond me. As we all know, I'm an old foogie. And my games were in cartridge and circuit boards. Blowing that Jewish. Floppy, floppy, floppy disks. Uh, um, I can't hate though. If they can, if if someone else can step up, uh, can step up, take the reins, and manage to pull this off, they will have my full support. Yeah. I'm looking to shoot Ouya. <laughs> oh, what? I, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Ouya's like totally a fail to. We guys, we have, we gotta have a talk off air. But um, Disney Infinity, it's uh, it's pretty much no more. If this was your bag, I'm sorry. But now, uh, just look at it this way. It'll create new opportunities for cats. Um, all right. This next, this list, we've got one more news story before you actually jump into the, some, the meat of some stuff. Um, hold on. Let me just take a quick, quick poll around the room real quick. How many of y'all grew up with the movie The Flight of the Navigator? Yep. I remember that. Okay. Uh, correct. Yep. yep. All right. Very familiar. Cool, cool. Yeah, I remember when you reminded me before we went on the air. It definitely registered. I remember seeing it, parts of it. It's real, it's real foggy right now. But yeah, I remember it. Okay, cool. So we have seen this. To anyone who doesn't know, Flight of the Navigator was an old Disney movie, and I mean, from 1986, a 30-year-old Disney movie about a kid, a 12-year-old boy who's taken by aliens, not so much abducted as recruited by aliens to be the navigator of, of this ship. They take him into the future and then return to earth once the mission is over or once you know a job is done but time has passed he comes back he's still 12 years old but like 10 15 years has passed on earth i think that movie aired on like one of those sunday night disney oh yeah no it was it was definitely one of those sunday night it was a disney movie Mm -hmm. i think it was flight of the navigators oh no definitely definitely i remember like as i grew older i specifically remember googling trying to figure out what movie that was Mm. 
it's a hard one to like find if you don't know what it was called because it's just a random ass movie about like you say silver spaceship boy abducted and then you get like some weird Google results. My is, uh, <laughs> yeah. my my memory of that movie also is the the time he met one of the aliens. It was a, the one that ate his hat. It's actually the, one of the most memorable moments where it was actually quite startling as a young whippersnapper to, to have that happen. A young whippersnapper, yeah, you yeah. old fogey. Well, that yeah. Well, no, no, I, I hear you because it was just a random uh, bit of uh, NASA uh, advertising and propaganda. Yeah. Flight of navigator. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, uh, but it was a random bit of uh of like advertising because this dude had a NASA hat and it was like this whole thing where aliens eat NASA message. <laughs> um, well, okay, we're talking about this movie because uh, what's his name? Uh, Joey Kramer, the uh, child star, famous for playing. <gasps> oh, excuse me, not famous excuse for playing you. gas on the air. Uh, <laughs> but the famous, famous, famous for starring in uh, Flight of the Navigator, this cherished childhood movie we all carry. Uh, was arrested for bank robbery in Canada. Mm. What? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Where in Canada? Uh, just outside Vancouver. The one time that Disney money didn't work out. Well, that's <laughs> well, that's also the first bank robbery in Canada ever. So that's got to be true. Seriously? Mm. Is that funny? No, that's no. not. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, you, you totally have me straight. Straight believe them. You got a problem with that one? You got me going. I'm like yo, in the city that produces Drake and a bunch of Canadians. Doug is a master of deception. No, I just. Canadians are so nice, and they might, you know. I mean, you can imagine most of the other failed bank robberies. Like, oh, hey, can I? Nah, no, I don't want to impose. I'll just turn around. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I have ten dollars, much I can count. I'm sorry. I didn't. Oh, I'm leaving now. That's a heavy bag you got there, eh? You need help with that? Nah, I'll just put it back hey, in the vault. Yeah. What did he use to rob him with? That's what I really want to find out. Oh. He went. Okay, this dude <laughs> went. He went classic Hollywood with a wig and like aviated glasses. <laughs> wow. It was straight out. Yeah, you know, I'm serious. Straight out of the Beastie Boys sabotage video, man. Did he have the, the pit stash too? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, just, it's, it's, it's the most messed up thing ever, dude. It's just like was this. There, what, what was going on in his life? I'm just curious. Yo, just bad scene, man. Before this, he currently has a record um, for mm. for like check fraud. Oh, like wow. he's just been struggling for money. And oh, like catch me if up. you can. Like, Not quite that slick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, he got a prior record for check fraud, man, in Canada of all places. So it's like, yeah. But hey, babe, Which, in, all, well, in, in all fairness, it's Canadian, so these crimes are really just like four fifths the the level of intensity of American <laughs> yeah. crime. But still, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm no, sorry. Go, go ahead, bro. But hold on, what the flight to navigate a drop? 1986. So I mean, we talking. What has he done between '86 and like his first record? You drugs. know what I mean. Lots and lots of drugs. <laughs> so them, them, that Disney money was long gone. You know what I mean? From between between that between the the last time that check cashed mm. from when he made Flight <laughs> the Navigator to like whatever he got caught up robbing his bank with the glasses and the porn stash. You know what I mean? He's, his his career is done, son. I mean, well, bro, he fell on hard times, bro. <laughs> True Disney Hollywood uh, story. Seventeen fifty. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, granted, he he was a child star. Okay, not everyone can be as uh, as well off as Shia LaBeouf. Um, these are those 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 hard Hollywood stories that you know um, uh, really really touch us deep Listen and let finger. us know how how you know Hollywood affects the young folks. You know, I mean, if we all look at that hard hard luck story of Jack Black and see, and see uh, Jack Black was a child star. Very few people know that. Yeah. Um, but was it a fat kid from the Goonies? No. Wait. What? Yeah, what? <laughs> whoa, whoa, what happened? No, what? Jack, whoa. What? Could, what? Yeah. Jack, for Jack Black. Dude. Jack Black was a child actor. In. In. He used to do commercials. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. There's a bunch of oh, but not just uh, Jack Black. 
Vin Diesel. Hmm. Hey, wait, commercials? Same yeah. commercials or like? No, not the same commercials. <laughs> well, I'm just, just making sure. That, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. If anyone doesn't, if anyone doesn't know, man. Google Google Jack Black commercial. Um, I think uh, the first one I saw him in was like a Nintendo commercial. Um, <laughs> oh, I seen it. Yeah. I seen it. I seen it. Yeah, Jack Black was like 12 years old, extra skinny little kid. I gotta Google. Um, oh no, his was bugged out because I remember him in the movie Airborne, where he was like the leader of the Latin kids. That was like Airborne is a movie about like about rollerblading. Yes. No, no, no. Airborne had a. Okay, Airborne had a pet dog. I don't know what movies. you were talking about. But yeah, yeah Airbud is Airbud Golden Retriever. Airbud Air 7, back in action. Seriously. Airbud Air 9. Back in the, the, stunt, yeah. the stunt budget on Airbud Air 17 was this time a lot. Personal. Like, it was like 50 million stunt budget. Because if you, if you ever tried to get a Golden Retriever out of a plane, like that is not cheap. Well, this, wait, wait, wait. I didn't see this movie. Were they throwing him out of a plane? No, well, I mean, so first off, that was made up. But second oh, off, don't if do, you don't were... Do that, no, no, that's but, not okay. I really if, think there was like an Air Bud movie. No, but that, that's true. Shooting or no, well, he, actually, I didn't see the movie, but I am familiar. <laughs> I am familiar. No, no, but, but like, I didn't see the movie, but I know a guy who saw the no, movie. But that's <laughs> one, no, but like, that's the one... Where, I didn't see the movie, but I read the box cover. Well, 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 right. Yeah. And then you see the pictures, the golden retrievers. Now, you know, mental exercise. How would you get a golden a golden retriever with a parachute out of, a, like, say, a cargo plane? A tranquilizer dart and no morals. Well, oh. All right. Oh, well, that's, oh, that's, yeah. well, I mean, oh, yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah. All, right. So, all right. All right. Uh, tandem I've, with the dog. I've been oh, made the geez. fool. No. <laughs> okay, so um, legendary. Uh, he didn't know JM oh, savage. <laughs> all right. Well, this, savage. this you know what the, you know what the messed up part of this. This was a really sad story that we have somehow made in a lampoon. Um, this dude, uh, his name was Joey Kramer. He was a child actor. We all knew him from uh, Flight of the Navigator, which is a movie that I remember seeing at a very young, impressionable age and was one of those stories of, you know what? As a kid, I can still affect things. You know, I can still do something, even though it was, it's a very dated movie now. I'll go back and like try to peep this thing on. I'm pretty sure it's available for free on like YouTube, but like, don't do it to yourself. I'm just saying, listen, I, I'm with you, Pete. Maybe we should have made light a situation with this dude. No, we no, make, make light of it. But, but at the same but time. We, we started talking about like dropping dogs out of planes and stuff. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where I, that was going. I was, this was a thought exercise. You said, <laughs> you said that, that, that that's not, I was just I said, at, I I was said the dude had a pet dog and you're like, yeah, well, when you throw him out of planes, <laughs> well, I didn't, parachute that was, how would you? Well, I, you I don't know about a helicopter. that. Yeah, no, what? <laughs> All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, the amount of the amount of you know sympathy or empathy we should have for him. Mm. I'm just saying we didn't show that same sympathy. I'm saying we as society yeah. to Jody yes. Sweeney when she got got up, yep, with Ty Bridges when he got got yeah. up, okay, with was, Gary Coleman when he got got up. That was drugs. You know when Macaulay Culkin got got up. We didn't show them. We didn't show him no love. But you know it was just kind of like, oh look at all these spoiled child actors, and now they're getting a comeuppance. You know, so I mean, we ain't showed him that sort of love. I'm just saying, we gonna spread some well, little well, dirt. Well, with all due respect, you know, <laughs> Coleman was black, so he gets that automatically. So. <laughs> wow. But everybody else, it just seems like you know, it's just like the thing to do. You know, you just stressed out as a kid. You know, you got. You know what I think? Um, the child actor is only as good as the parents. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure his parents were douchebags with the money. Wait, probably uh, Macaulay Culkins or. <laughs> That's well, like the prime I, I, I example. Think, I, 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 would, I would say him, That's but like Kieran Culkin is, is actually a uh, is actually a, 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 a decent actor. So no, that, that, there's, there's no excuse for dude. Oh, true, true, true. Why did Flight yeah. uh, of the Navigator ever get a Nintendo game? Every, every other movie. I, I think. I, I, I think yeah, I know it's true. Rocketeer. All that. No, stuff. I th I, I, right. yeah. did it. 
Can we have? Do we have a fact checker? We need a fact checker. Oh uh, yeah, you got your phone right. Oh there. yeah, hang on. I'm. I'm called Google. I'm gonna yeah. fact fact check it. Everyone yeah. continue. Yo, go for it. Just yeah. stop saying fact check because uh, I I feel like you're gonna slip any any time now. Me? No. Yeah. Sure. That's silly. All right. Well, uh, Flight of the Navigator was a classic movie. Joey Kramer was a an actor with a lot of promise. And now mm-hmm. he's been arrested for robbing a bank by the cop by the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. But, hey, 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 hey. hey. Jacques Rougeau your... was the main. Hey, hey, hey. Dudley Do Right said, "I'll stop you, young villain." He get you with that stun gun. It was a wrap. Hopped off his smiling horse, (laughs) chasing that Polly purebred. Uh, Was was that his girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. One one of them was underdog. Yeah, let me read the news story. (laughs) This dude got caught robbing a bank by underdog. <laughs> Parachuted from a plane, Doug. Now that's a thief. Uh, hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fact checking right, right now. I'm going to edit all this out, man. It but is now, all just, good. Go yeah, ahead. But now, just, just so cats are aware. But no, that, that's, that's enough of this wackiness for now. I want to find out what's good with Derek in this game review, my man, because you've got actual good stuff to bring us. We're shaking. Yes, brother. How you been? Ah, I've been okay, man. Little horse. The lumbago is. Getting a little stiff these days. I'm old age, you know. The knees are going. I'm saying, yeah, no. oh, that's not what you were asking. No, no, no. I just asked how you're doing. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm chilling, my brother. How about you? I'm all right, man. Cool. I got the honor to try out this demo called uh, Cornerstone: The Song of Tyrium. Tyrium, Tyrium, not Tyrium. Mm. I'm. I've been watching a lot of Game of Thrones. I've had to like binge the last four episodes, so I've been Tyrians in my head. Yeah, I am so behind. <laughs> oh, gotta watch it. It's yeah. insane right now. Um, so the Song of Tyrium. Um. Yes. This is like that game. The, the best way to describe for me playing this game, and like I spent about a total of like a solid six hours just because it was a demo. It was short. I ran through it twice, and for me, it was like the little game that could, but just couldn't quite make it. Mm. And it, it had a lot of likings to certain certain games from back in the day. So let me just start. So Terram is about this little kid who takes place. He's a Viking. And the story is, you're on the island of, I want to say, Algeba. I, I believe oh. this is in there, if I remember correctly. I, I feel like name. you're making all this up. No. Yeah, um, you're on a place Al-Jazeera? called Algeba. Algebra. No, I think yeah. it's yeah, it's like Alba or Algeba. There's a uh, J in there somewhere. Alba, run by this uh, Queen Jessica. What? No. <laughs> Jessica Drew? I mean, B, I'll give that a B minus. I think it was a reach. Yeah, it was a reach. I apologize. I appreciate it, though. It's funny. Ra- rating the Very kind. Yeah. I so, it's um, all right. I'm sorry, everyone. No, it's all right. <laughs> so long story short, um, you play this little Viking child, and all the men of the village have gone raiding. Um, so it's just you, I guess the women and the children, because I didn't really see any women and children for a while. Um, so I just thought he ran this island by himself. Um, and his brother, who helps you pretty much uh, uh, navigate the game. He teaches you how to navigate through the game. That's the way you see his brother initially introduced. Mm-hmm. And um, he realizes for a long time that like, these, he, he just, it, it, you know, it just picks up where, um, it picks up right away. The story is what it is. Guys are gone. They're on rating. He realizes they're gone too long, so he wants to go out and look for them. So <clears throat> this is his goal. Like, he basically decides to go looking for the Viking warriors because he feels like something's wrong or they, like, it's either something's wrong or he's missing him. So, because the, the the whole overall story itself is kind of like uh, a little light, and it could have used a little bit more work, but um, so it's a platformer. Um, it you know it's like your classic Wind Waker, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask type of platformer. Uh, it, it it just it it tried so much to be 
a great game but it just missed certain things and what i liked about the game was that um it was like and for me as a gamer for a long time n64 gamer it was like an ode to that 90s generation of platformers games like all right this is you talking about play style you talking about actual play, play style and aesthetics really both yeah so um it, it, it was just it was a complete ode to it. you could tell the guy who the ascension studios coupled with overflow um you know they it, it was their nostalgic game for them i, I assume that's what they were gearing towards us for a field and a theme well when those cases when it's like a passion project that can go horribly wrong exactly yeah. so but you know it, it just it felt like a just a passion project that just didn't hit the money and honestly it was like you know after two playthroughs it felt like a bootleg of the wind waker because here's the part the demo ended right when i got into the raft and i was like oh crap i thought it was just going to take place on this island mm -hmm. and you know i'm exploring um so the mechanics basically is you run around on uh, very open world um it's a platformer so you got uh most of the most of the terrain was flat uh so you can kind of just traverse roll through attack whatever mm -hmm. but um you know there were some places where you had to climb um cer certain missions required you to climb up and elevate um the way you did that you crafted okay. um so you went around you grabbed resources okay um wood rocks uh rope and then you would literally obviously you'd have to upgrade these over time yeah quick question compared yeah. to other crafting games is there one that comes to mind like how as far as the mechanics go and like as you're doing that is there something else that's like or, or you can compare uh, it to yeah um, I, w I wanted to say minecraft for a hot second but no okay minecraft was just more of like its own gimmicky thing yeah, yeah. Um, more like minesweeper <laughs> minesweeper <laughs> still not to play that game still 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 the hardest pc game i ever played <laughs> just saying <laughs> i don't know I, I don't even think i got like past 20 blocks before i played <laughs> right, so <laughs> yeah that was a flashback um <laughs> so I, I don't know something to compare like i want to say go ahead Go to the Wind Waker. Um, I want to compare it to the Wind Waker more because obviously okay. the cra there's a lot of crafting games out there, but the crafting wasn't the only piece because got it was it, all got puzzle got solving. It. Got it. Got um, it. And what killed me, honestly, was I like a good story to any platform game of that nature, and the story killed it for me. Like, you know, it just, it was dry. The NPCs were very um, um, non engaging. Um, the, the, the dialogue repeated itself after a while. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, the interaction was limited to a certain level. But it, you know, it was a demo, so I'm not gonna shoot it down all the way through. I would love to try to play the full game just to see get the get the full experience. But um, um, I think one of the things that I wish I could have got to play was uh, sailing the boat more because you actually shot it off. As, uh, unlike the Wind Waker, I'm, I'm compared to the Wind Waker a lot because it literally was like playing the Wind Waker for me, and I played that game a million freaking times. So um, I liked how when you st finally got to the point where you had to sail, it was a raft, so you have to build this boat up. So that 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 would have probably made me like rate this game a little higher because you know in the Wind Waker you just got the boat and the guy talked to you and whatever and you know you sailed. This one you, you know you're in the middle of the sea in a freaking flat piece of wood. I don't know why I'm picturing like... a mix between Zelda and uh, Castaway. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> castaway yeah. Well, actually, I was getting there. He just lacked yeah. the volleyball. Do you have a yeah? Do you have a painted volleyball on the raft with you? Will Wilson, I believe. Yeah, Wilson. That would have been a great mod, though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a bootleg Wilson, Arr, Ragnar Wilson. But um, yeah, man, the game. You know, it, it was ambitious, and it was great. I, I I just you know, it's been a while since I played a decent. Really, it, it, it didn't sound. I'm not getting great from the description you're giving here, because I, ha I haven't played a good. Pla I haven't played a decent platform in a while. Like. I, I, uh, I, I'm old school, Pat, man. Like, mm -hmm. I miss Ocarina of the Time. That game had me sitting in front of the TV so, for ages. So I miss games like Final Fantasy. Had me in TV for ages. Mm -hmm. Games nowadays don't pull me in like they used to. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, 
I feel like the industry is at a pinnacle, is at a point where it's like, I'm hoping it hasn't reached its pinnacle, but it's like, it was, I'm, I'm waiting for that next game. Mm, mm, you know, just to pull me in, sit me down. All right, I want to call, I want to take a day off work today so I can actually try and spank this game. Dude. Mm. Am, I, am I allowed to ask what the last game, I might have missed it if you're, you know. No, right, go ahead. Yeah, just what's the last game that, if you were going to give that that stamp to what? Final Fantasy X. Are you? That's a while ago. Yeah, no. Oh dear. Before yeah. then, it was a game called Peekaboo. It was only for <laughs> <laughs> very That's limited digital, digital engagement. Uh, I'm Peekaboo kind of an expert at that like, game. Was that a platformer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just but, uh, yeah, single it, shelf. It, just you know, I just, the, no, sorry. Um, it, you know, I'm an old school gamer, man. I'm the game. The industry's always wow. it's always going to be an expensive hobby. This, but it's like nowadays, you know, they're charging you an arm and a leg, season pass, extra extra yeah. money here. <laughs> And the game is worth crap, and you lose luster after like maybe thirty days. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. hold me for six months, and I'll give you the game of the year. You know, I mean, there's been a couple games this year that I've done it, but again, it's just I'm looking for this. It's like a, almost like a crack edition. Like, yo, give me that first fix again. You know, I really want it, but this game gave it to me for like I don't know, I'm five minutes. I was like, wow, this is like the Wind Waker. This is great. I can roll. Um, and also, you can craft. You know, you can build your armor up. You know, you start off very fledgling. You know, you just got your tarp on, um, you know, uh, minimal battle armor. And then you, as the game progresses, you level up. You get the shield. You get the um, Viking helmet. Um, and I'm assuming you do run in and you finally find the warriors. It sounds um, very banal. It sounds like you're anticipating that there was a better game here. Had you been able to get It started off with ambition. It started off with a lot of um, promise. And then just as you interacted with the NPCs down the road, you realize that they just didn't quite hit the money. So, like, you know, if you had to give it a number rating, I'd give it, like, a 7. Hmm. Actually, you know I mean? 7's fairly decent. It, it's it worth was a playthrough with. A good, yeah, it's worth a try. You know mm. what I mean? Like, and um, honestly, if if you have, like, a 5-year-old who's never played a platformer-type game, mm. give it to him. He would enjoy mm. it. Uh, would, okay. You know what I mean? Um, you know. All right. or, or someone like Doug. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can't play video games. Yeah, but <laughs> to all. compare, uh, obviously, uh, FF10 is an amazing video yeah. game, by the way. Uh, uh, another one of my favorite platformers, uh, uh, Mario 64. How would you compare? Mm. I mean, how would maybe this is off topic? And yeah, I go do ahead. apologize, no, but no, go forward. as far as getting gripped into a new kind of platformer, I usually would say, as my uh, you know, shooting hip, Mario 64, because of all the innovative ways that it brought platforming yeah. to the next level. But of course, FF10 had well, it had platforming elements, there's a lot of uh, I guess it was, uh, you know, uh, role-playing characteristics and leveling up. I mean, uh, could you speak that for a moment and how you, what, what's sort of your take on that? As far as the um, the leveling up of the character? Well, compared to, uh, first off, if, if you have an opinion stronger or, or negative against uh, Mario 64, I'd love yeah. to hear it. But then also tying something, because, I mean, FF10 is a long time ago. That is, yeah, yeah. A, that is a terrific video game, but, I mean, there have been some amazing video games. I, I hope that you agree with me. I'm also going to sidestep on that one because, like, I also work, so it's like, Life slaps me in the face. <laughs> like so, certain games that, you, like, what game would you like work up? Like, what game has wowed you in the last like ten years? I guess if you want to call it. Uh, that. Ten years. Well, Mario 64 is what fifteen. I don't know. Mario 64 is oh, dude, over twenty, man. Yeah, over twenty. Yeah. FF10 was oh, PS, oh, PS2. Okay. If, like if I may, if I may throw out an example, um, yeah. Shadow Complex. Okay. Mm. Mm. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. If y'all mm -hmm. played that, discuss. Uh, well, I hadn't played that as much. I'm, I'm familiar with it, though. Okay, I mean, it was... uh, very recently, the game I might throw out, uh, maybe this is taboo to bring up on the show, but Fallout 3. No, yep. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It it's, it's not, not a four? Plat are we not four? platform. What, I forgot what it yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. Fallout, Fallout 3, yeah, sorry. New Vegas, 4. four was... I'm intimately familiar with Because that was the question I was going to put to you, Dirty D, was like, <laughs> you played Fallout, man. You love yeah. you some Fallout. So yeah. that's why I was kind of surprised that you was just like, you know what? 
you immediately go to Final Fantasy X, and I get that, but I mean, not fall, not to mention Fallout. I'm just like, well, I'm looking for you. To give me an answer on that one. Well, no, nah, he's really into like, 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 <laughs> like very, very pretty models and and, 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 and bouncy, bouncy, jiggly, jiggly um, characters. Well, bouncy, got, jiggly, jiggly is a great term. Yes, I do like bouncy. <laughs> jiggly, jiggly. What game is that? <laughs> Final Fantasy one through. <laughs> no, you're talking about Dead or Alive, the fighting game. We wow. talked about that a couple shows ago. Oh, yeah, okay. Is sorry, that the volleyball, volleyball. game? Never. Sorry. Got to get up on your Fallout 4 yeah. mods. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just, but no, nah, you took it straight to you took it straight to FF, which I know was yeah. a, a, a FF is a, it's, just, it's like my passion game. Like I'm just looking for you know I, I respect anything of that magnitude and undertaking. It's huge world games. Um, I, again, I'm going off a demo. I would love to try this game in its entirety to see how long it is, mm-hmm. if if and, and and to see what kind of possible side quests and missions that they do have any. Um, but I'm pretty sure just from two playthroughs that you know, unless they've gotten enough feedback to change the NPCs, uh, killed it for me a little bit. I wish there was more interaction with those guys. Also, the mechanics were just a little like after a while, the glitches started happening. You know, like you roll into a wall, boom, oh, great. Um, you know, swing the sword, you know, swing the sword, wouldn't hit the guy, you know, it hit him like, you know, like a feet away from his head, but he'd still smack him in the head. So, you know, but this, again, this is like a still a build. It's still, you know, an early build of the game that yeah, I got to play. Yeah, it sounds in. like most of the gripes that came from this are mostly design flaws. Yeah. Uh, modern design flaws that may just be growing pain at this current stage. And also there's too many other games, uh, similarities to other games that are more fleshed out or that just provided a better experience than the one you had immediately here. From what I'm hearing, I'm getting I'm getting twangs of uh, Portal and twangs of Black of uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Hmm. Um, I like can you, see that. Yeah, oh, you mentioned you mentioned specifically Wind Waker, but when you're talking about Seafair, art style, about, art style Wind Waker. Okay, like, art style was very much. It wasn't cel shaded, but it was definitely in that um, art style. Okay, because Black Flag was. had a lot of the other stuff that you mentioned that. Apparently, in my opinion, seem to do right. What do you think this game may have done wrong, or at the very least, may need to just miss, tighten just, up? Just probably missed, just narrow miss. Okay, you know so I mean? that the arrow just didn't hit the target on dot. You know, all right. Great, so great, it's a great, it's a great try, great, uh, great effort. Mm-hmm. Um, my son would probably, if I had like, a, if my son was five, he'd play it. Okay, but my son's eleven, so he wants to shoot everything in Call of Duty. Well, oh, it's the age, yeah. so. Like I remember when I just wanted to blast everything in the face. I remember my first gun and wanted to blast everything in the face. You just see me know, like I'm trying to get gun. my like you know the world is so full of guns and crap. But I'm trying to get this kid to like explore different types of games. No, he just wants to play modern warfare games. Like you know I want I want the AP APX four five fifty with the freaking super guns and the camo skin. I'm like dude, go swing a sword. You know what I mean? <laughs> play Zelda. That's a great game. Like you you know you'll it, it's a story. It's deep. It, it, it pulls you in. You feel sorry for these characters. You know, uh, All right, you well, and I both well, know we play enough games where like the story, everything has to come into like a. a, a it's very rare where a game comes to that level of mesh yeah. where it's perfect on well, every well, end. Come, of come it. on, man! You can't get better. Well, we talked about Minesweeper earlier. I mean, that right there is the <laughs> pinnacle. I like the story <laughs> of Minesweeper. Yeah, the character <laughs> development. Oh, of course, I mean, shh, man. One red, it's zero. It's, it's the perfect balance of drama, action, yeah. comedy, suspense. Yeah, the casting was excellent. Terrific. Cinematography was great. All right, so what was this called again, man? Uh, Cornerstone Song of Terror. Okay, and it doesn't earn your legit seal of approval, but you wouldn't turn anyone away if they were just curious. No, I wouldn't try it. It's, you know, if you can get the hands on the demo or the full game, which is I would really want to try the full game. All right, cool. um, What's it available for? I'm sorry? Uh, platforms, for the platforms. Oh, uh, it's PC right now. Okay. PC, Mac. 
right. So, um, you know, on, depending on, on what you get. On Steam or? Uh, um, I'm not sure if you can get it on Steam. I didn't check that, but um, I'm pretty sure you can get it on Steam. I'm, like, Got Steam it. is, like, universal uh, across yeah, the board. Everything's on Steam now. Yeah. Like, it's you know, Solitaire on Pat, Steam. Pat beat me up and told me to review the I game, did. So. I did nothing of the sort. <laughs> punched me in the gut. He was I like, did, you got to uh, do man, this now. Man, nah, now, don't listen to this dude, okay? That is straight propaganda before I start getting letters. He walked into a door. Didn't you? <laughs> Listen, this is not five heartbeats, brother. I will fight back. And My work hours are nine to five. Nine to five. Nights right, like up. this. Right. Yo, that's my favorite line on the planet, Jay. Man. You don't understand, dude. This is a weird ass show, boy. Fall. <laughs> No, this happens when Adam's here, yo. He keeps he keeps his all in check. <laughs> all right, um, let me just get into the comic review real quick, cause, dude, I got to check out something I really want to get y'all's opinion on. <sighs> Herb, you especially, I got to read Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the latest comic series. All right, is anyone familiar with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, y'all? What's that? I've heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> heard some, talking about a Dragon Ranger. Yeah, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Dude, I, one yo, of the listen, most. don't diss it. I, I liken myself to the Green Ranger. Who's dissing? What? This is Ever. yo. I am. I'm, I, dude. I'm yeah. really curious about this comic book, man. I, re, I kind of wanted to check it out. Well, dig this. Um, everyone. Well, the Power Rangers has been. Uh, I think the most popular. Uh, Super Sentai series, yeah. Um, yeah. Of yeah. this, it's time, dude. <laughs> previous generations, yeah. If anyone's not familiar with the Super Sentai uh, series and concept, any of those shows you've seen that were um, very obviously a Japanese actor in a suit fighting another Japanese actor Ultraman. in, a, in, a, in like a yeah, in a, in a <laughs> costume, <laughs> Ultraman, that was my um, show. Beetleborgs, yeah, Beetleborgs, uh, Beetleborgs. But, yeah, dude, these were all uh, Super Troopers. Sentai shows. VR, VR, VR Troopers. Troopers. Throwback. Yeah. The most popular of all of them Saban. was the Mighty Morphin, Morphin uh, Haim Saban. Yeah, that company's yeah. got a monopoly. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was the most popular one. And I'm mentioning this even though knowing you all are trolling me and everyone in the world knows Power <laughs> yeah, Rangers. Yeah, now it's all good. Who does Extreme yeah. Elimination Challenge fall into oh, Super Saiyan? <laughs> all right. Actually, the last time I saw Mary Shearer in the credit. That's right, y'all. Took it way back. No. Um, no dude, power Herb, especially if you were a fan, you would respect what this book is trying to do. Now, I say respect what it's trying to do because it really hasn't found its footing yet because all they're doing is tell, retelling old stories. Uh, but it, no, is it like a greedy retelling this time around? Or? No, 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 no. Not like not like that hardcore like internet um, short that went out a while back. Yeah, yeah. This is actual Power Ranger stories with a slightly that. modernized take. Ah, cool. Yeah, like now, oh, dig this. Now, in the opening issue, um, Bulk and Skull are actually hosting a webcast. They're actually doing like their uh, a Twitch stream where they're talking about uh, the attacks that um, the Power Rangers fend off in Angel Grove. I'm, I'm loving that, dude. Yeah, it's 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 kind of wild because these, after a these while, Broken Skull just took yo, the it's, man, man. seriously, dude. They be, like <laughs> as as a grown up, I look back on Power Rangers and they became my favorite characters. Yeah, man. They did. like oh, I'm timeless. Well, I'm, not, I'm that type of loser, dude. So, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I can relate to these guys now. You know, my thing is they were just always there. Like I thought they would evolve into new bullies or something. Because keep in mind, the show's been on the air for like twenty plus years, and the same amount of time you had the same two bullies how long are these cats in high school yo? <laughs> they for were real. super duper seniors man for real so they said listen the thug life chose them bro. <laughs> wow, they were man how you, how you how you gonna be how you gonna have grandkids you still in like the 12th grade <laughs> so um bulk and skull are in angel grove hosting their own like web uh webcast mm. 
about the Power Rangers and the attacks on Angel Grove. And you see, this was, I thought, a bold move, them throwing you into the story in, um, if anyone's like old school, you remember how Power Rangers started, how Zordon made the call to for, for Alpha to find teenagers with attitude, yeah. you know? And they bypass all that to Power Rangers have been a force in Angel Grove to the point where now they're, still, they're getting complaints like Superman after uh, Man of Steel. Oh. The most recent, the, the recent movie where it's like, you know, they they kind of caused the destruction just by being here. Uh, reports from people, you know, it's like, how do we know they they're they're, they're really doing uh, more good than harm? Because every time a monster attacks, it's them fending off that does most of the damage, and they their robot steps on things. And where are these things coming from? How how are they char- are they you know uh, causing the taxpayers' uh, uh, bills to rise and stuff like that? I'm like, damn, okay, they saved your lives. Okay, there was like the, a big octopus creature trying to eat the youth center. Okay, don't nobody want that. <laughs> you know, so it's like, it's a very interesting take to get like that real world perspective and still keep it kitty. Like I read, I, I, I read these uh, the the first that they're up to three issues. I read the first okay. two so far, mm-hmm. but um, like they kept the story interesting. They jumped into a storyline that I know I remember from childhood, um, with uh, the Green Ranger uh, having just turned on Rita Repulsa. Spoiler, oh. sorry for this 25-year-old thing. Who um, hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yo, listen, man, that but was a very emotional moment. Wow. It really was. You know? I was like, yeah, come on. It's about time, Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> you don't remember when he died and came back as the White Ranger? The White yeah. Ranger, yeah. White Tiger Zord, bro. You so know, if there's like <laughs> Superman, what would be the Batman versus Superman of Mighty Morphin? Um, mm, that's a good question. Jason versus Tommy. I'm yeah, Jason yeah, versus Tommy. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, bro, you getting the dap on that? One. Yeah. Absolutely. Damn. Damn. Okay. Okay. Y'all, y'all took it there. I was gonna say like that, that, that Red Ranger battle where they all like you know every Red Ranger from every series just got that. together and did like a whole. <laughs> no, I yeah. remember that. That was. I remember. It was. It was. It was gangster. Yeah. I was like, okay, why can't they do it with the Black Ranger? It's like, oh, because they don't have that many black actors in the fan. <laughs> Um, real. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's, it's just like this is one of those things that stuck with me because it's just like as corny as I thought this was growing up, and I was just of that generation where it's like I was just old, too old. Yeah, for Power Rangers. I, I did it. Did not have an impression that I made fun of him because he sounded fruity. <laughs> but I go back and read these, and I'm like, you know what? My little brother can appreciate this, nice. and my little brother's 22. How's the art? The artwork was pretty. It was clean. It was good. It wasn't like blowing my mind, but then again, this isn't the kind of book where I'm looking for like spectacular, you know, Udon style art and stuff. You know, I'm just looking for like a, a well illustrated book that's going to tell these stories with some level of respect. And this seemed this seems to be doing just that. It's not coddling folks by doing another origin story that they don't need. It's not throwing you into some random wild. Oh, we got to make them extra hardcore and gangster now because the generations have passed on. It's like no, this is Power Rangers. Let's stick to the core of what people know. Nice fun book. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah, and I would have liked to have seen them do like new stories with that same mindset, but the fact that they're doing the old stories and not trying to rehash them to appeal to like older and more mature audiences that actually makes a lot of sense to me. I would recommend anyone check this out if you're a Power Rangers fan or if you're not and you were just curious because it actually came across almost with respect to the property, which I didn't, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I didn't expect. Do I thought you, anyone would like lampoon it because it's been so long, you know. Can I ask you one question, dude? Do you, do yeah. you see it like uh, running the gauntlet? Do you see like a uh, fifty issues down the line, dude? Or honestly, mm. I'd say no, but I can't make that call because mm. I didn't see the TV show running uh, that long either. Who's uh? And they've gone CEO. They've gone into oh um. Actually, I do know this. Uh, Boom Studios. Okay. Nice. Boom Studios, <laughs> which uh, might mean it may last a while because Boom Studios is known for really pushing indie books yeah. with a better budget than Oni usually does. Uh, so I definitely have to give it to him. Um, it's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, written by Kyle Higgins, 
and uh, illustrated by Hendry Presetia, which is actually a new name to me, so hopefully we'll see more. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, the comic series is out now. Issue, I think, up to uh, three is available on Comixology, but maybe only uh, one or two in the uh, physical books, so you go to your little comic shop. But it's based on the long-running Power Rangers franchise. You know, five teens from Angel Grove High are granted superpowers in a giant robot dinosaur or Zords to defend Earth against the alien villain Rita Repulsa. It's a very basic premise, same one they had back on the old show, but this book is doing it justice, yo. I'd recommend anyone who's interested, check it out. Five, what, what, we're, we're on, what, like the 15th, 20th reiteration of Dude, the Power Rangers? Man, I, don't, I don't know like where else there is to go. Rangers I mean, they, we'll see what's going on, man, because considering the fact they are dropping a movie in 2017, man. That so, really, man, yeah, who, yeah. Who's dropping the movie? Uh, uh, be double check. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I want to... Trauma. That's, Trauma dropping a uh, no they're not. <laughs> All right, now, now you got me that time. Dean oh. Israelite is um directing a movie, directing a movie, South African director. Is that word? Yeah, Dean Israelite is slated to be dropped in 2017. If they're going to keep making TMNT movies, why not? Oh, don't say that. Seriously. Well, I, uh, we're not we're not okay with those. That a, yeah, yeah. My, that Michael, Michael, Michael Bay's committed a, a crime, a sin, and just a, a <laughs> cinematic abortion there. Oh, oh dear. Uh, yeah, wow. Well, that's <laughs> savage. Have you sure. seen them? Dude, you took. Oh, no, you I took, saw the like, first one. For real, you I, took the separate. Wait, are we talking? Like, man, wait, wait, dude, uh, wait. we're not talking about. Well, look out for the afterbirth this summer, son. Yeah. The yeah. new, the it's last a red summer. Just <laughs> straight one thug life. Cue up the Yo, music. Bam the blunt in the did. glasses. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry, Doug. You were saying? Oh well, no. I was just saying I can't really comment. I've the last one I saw was the Vanilla Ice one. Like the last. Well, that <laughs> oh, wasn't okay, even okay. The, you had done. That wasn't you're even the canonical, on, you know, or was it? I mean, wait, how many? No, no. no but that, that Ninja Turtle dance was the joint, though. It's not hate. Vanilla Ice was the bad dance. Hold on, you didn't like the Ninja. The Ninja dance was off the chain. Ninja, Ninja, crap. Ninja. Well, hold on. Ninja. <laughs> Obviously, it was ridiculous, it. but like, right. you know, it was like a, a thing, you know, but he took right. the yeah, bitch out. No, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was terrible. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. Nah, dude, let's get to, let's get to the heart of the matter, son. All right. Now, Jay, you have the inside stuff. Uh, no, no, don't pick this up on it. What it is? Don't pick this up on it. What it is? You said you have the real secrets. I don't got no real secrets. You said secret you have the whole You opened up the vault. This man said. He's good. <laughs> okay, no. Not for real. Let's talk about Captain America: Civil War. Yes, okay. yes. We talked about it real briefly last week, and then, I mean, as we as we I think we're a little bit over over error. We talked about it. It was just an amazing, an amazing movie. Yes, it, was. it was great. The one thing that um, want to give shouts out to Amy because Amy brought this up real briefly in the midst of our conversation. Um, because one of the things I struggled with was that it wasn't 100% accurate to the comic. And she was like, well, it's kind of hard to do it 100% to the comic based upon how intense the Civil War comic it, is. It was. And she's absolutely correct. Yeah. It's funny because I actually had this exact same conversation a couple days ago with some of my buddies, how they were upset with this, especially my younger ones who were like in their 20s or so. They were very upset that I wasn't tied straight to it. Um, so there are multiple differences out there. There's three I want to point out, the three differences that... I don't think it harmed the movie at all, but at the same time, it did um, make an impact in the movie, and I think it helps the movie grow into a different direction. Okay. So for those who haven't seen it, go see it, and this is going to be some spoilers in here, so spoiler alert. All right, so the three differences that, I've, that stuck out to me, one, the location of the events, because in a Civil War comic, um, everything happens at Stanford, Connecticut. Yep. And because it didn't happen to Stanford, Connecticut, it happened in Lagos, um, Lagos, Nigeria, in the movie. One of the things that's really interesting about that, I think perhaps the movie theater took liberties on that, one to tie it into um, 
to Winter Soldier, and at the same time, perhaps it could be because of sensitivity around children dying in um, in Connecticut. It could be that. I don't know for sure, but it could be that because the one thing that was emphasized in the in the um, in the comic was these kids died in this explosion. Well, am I allowed to speak? Oh, of course, brother. Oh, this, 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 this is a conversation. Alert. Spoiler, alert. Spoiler alert! Just for anybody to know, I think they had to tie in BP. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that was the only way they could have did that. Because you have to remember, this is Civil War is huge, but we're talking yes, tie-ins. It is. Yeah, but they're also books. limited by constraints to them of the MCU itself. Now, exactly. if you really want to go into the depth of of, uh, of Civil War, you have to bring in Spider-Man in a much more advanced role. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, this was his first inter- introduction. We could have never gone to the. Actually, Jay, we talked about this. Yes, we did. At the screening, we mm-hmm. couldn't have gone to the depths of the introduction of the red and gold suit from yeah uh, uh, Tony Stark. You know, yeah. we couldn't have gone to the uh, to Spider-Man actively, uh, openly, involuntarily revealing his identity yeah. as a uh, figurehead for the. Oh, they renamed the uh, Mutant Registration and mm-hmm. General yeah. General Meta Human Registration Act. The accolades. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, there's like a lot of a lot of like uh, a lot of characters missing, like Mister Fantastic. Exactly. And yeah. So they had to work within those characters. within those uh, limitations. So I can understand a lot of the changes that they did make. Um, it seemed also like they were probably crossing a couple of lines. Because uh, if you recall the initial in the comics, at mm-hmm. least from my, if, if my recollection is correct, it's been a while mm-hmm. since I read it, yep. was it was actually the new warriors yep. yes, it was. that were responsible, not yes, the Avengers, yeah. correct. Uh, for, the, uh, for the act in the first place, or for the acts that resulted in the act. Absolutely, and I think place. Derek is 100% correct in terms of making sure that they have all the proper tie-ins. Yeah. One could argue that if they stuck to the, if they stuck to the script, when, um, when Tony Stark and all of them went to Wakanda yeah. and actually met with Black Panther right then and there yeah. um, and met with everybody there to talk about what should we do about this? How can we convince Cap to, to sign up on this and so forth? It could have worked, but they put so much money, so much energy into this to make sure that all the times were properly done. Yeah. And all of you already alluded to the fact that we only have but so many um, characters we could work with because Ant-Man is a show up this early in the scene. No. But he's right then and there. Yes, he was. Uh, <laughs> right then and there. He did an amazing job. Not just uh, Ant-Man. Giant man, giant man, and that, was a, and that was a good connection to the to the comic to have giant man in there Very in the form awesome. of Ant Man. It was just an amazing thing to do. Um, also, one thing I I can't remember if it was Herb who mentioned it actually it might have just been you. Um, Spider Man. Yes. Um, that was one of the things that um, that folks on the internet are spazzing out about is the how Spider Man was introduced. Not that the way Spider Man was introduced to the movie was bad, mm-hmm. but at the same time that he wasn't at his advanced stage. Everyone was looking for that super duper suit that Tony that Tony Stark made for him. So people Whoa. were looking forward to seeing it Thanks, now. Man. But I think the way they worked him in for the long run was the best way they could go about it because you will get a Spider-Man movie off this. Another spoiler alert. And for those who don't do this, and I've finally met people who still don't, stay to the end of the movie, y'all. What's wrong with you? Like, what is wrong with you, bro? Like, when, when me and P went to go watch the movie, folks are walking out. The next day when I went to go see it again, folks are walking out. Like, this ain't your first rodeo. Rodeo, what's wrong with you? They just don't know. They just don't know. So if you stay to the end, Spider-Man's gonna come out with another movie. And I think it was a good way for them to set it up with him and and of course, I mean, when Marissa Tomei, jeez, oh. woo, that was a good, that was a good look. Have you seen that meme that's going around where she's playing Benjamin Button? No, it's like, yo, um, not, Aunt no. May has the Benjamin Button effect going on for every movie she does. She gets younger and younger. Wow, she got that button. I love that meme. It's gonna be her and uh, in, in my cousin Vinny just sagging. <laughs> what was the original stay to the end? The original? Um, was it uh, the the uh, Thor's hammer? Iron Man. Thor's hammer in the um. I think either Iron Man or was I think the one that shocked everybody was Incredible Hulk mm-hmm. when um, Tony yeah. came out at the end. 
And that's when you knew it was no, no, it was uh, Iron Man because Nick Nick Fury, Nick Fury came showed up. Yeah. Yes, Fury I showed up. Iron Man was Iron Man. Yeah, okay, yeah. that was the original. I want to um, talk about an initiative. Like, oh wait, shit! Yeah, yeah. it's like, <laughs> hey, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like no, that was that was a regular <gasps> moment. But um, just like that, just I like I, the Giant Man was <gasps> Giant Man. Yeah, but yeah. dude, uh, this presents a lot of opportunity for people to be purists, and it also presents a lot of opportunity for folks to say logically, dude. Get off your freaking high horse. Exactly. Appreciate this for what yeah. it is. Yeah. You know, they're doing the best they can with what they have to work with that you've loved so far. Yes. This isn't Fox. This is Marvel. Have yes. a little faith. Yes. You Dude, know? Are you guys excited about the, the, the Civil War 2 comic uh, storyline that's going to come out later on? I know. I uh, am. I am. I'm, I'm ready to go. Uh, Carol versus Iron Man, dude. Uh, I'm not mostly because I know how things tend to go when it seems. Like they're very blatantly trying to milk every uh, last. War, bro. Yeah, I see that. You know, yeah, and yeah I can this, see that too. And this isn't necessarily squeezing blood from a stone, but it seems like they're pushing their luck. You know, I mean, like the thing Civil is, War I mean, is not an easy. Oh, sorry, sorry, go oh no, so the thing is, I mean, they're obviously trying to strike with the iron's hot. I mean, they just reproduced all those Civil War comics in trade paperbacks. Yeah. I mean, they're just pushing them out like like crazy, man. Like I went out and got the trade paperbacks. I mean, there's so many brand new fans to this. And they're, they're just trying to strike with the irons hot. So for them to p- turn around and push out Civil War two so fast, I can't blame them because in the end they're just trying to get this money, man. And it's after if it wasn't Marvel, I'd be concerned. I'd be very concerned that they're trying to, like you said, get blood from a stone. But at the same time, because it is Marvel, I think they they understand that the tie in between the comic and the trade paperbacks with the movie is so detrimental that they're not going to water it down. They're not going to screw it up to the point where it will hurt their bottom line. When it comes to the comic, I, I mean, when it comes to I the movie, I think what they did great. Not to cut you off. No, go ahead, brother. I think what they did perfect with Civil War was they captured the pivotal moments that they needed. Mm-hmm. Um, certain scenes, if you read the if you read the arc, you're like, boom, ah, that's what's up. Yeah, you know what I mean. So they gave the ode mm-hmm. as much as they can without breaking the continuity of their current universe. You have to respect that, you know, absolutely. What I mean? Because so far, who's doing it better? <laughs> I'm being dead honest, you. Like I've I've never spent so much money in the movies in the last seven years as I have because of Marvel movies. Well, no, Marvel's definitely got. Pat, I don't watch movies twice in the movie theater, and I've watched went to I watched Winter Soldier three times in the theater. Nice. I've watched Iron Man all three of them twice in the mm. theater. Wait, oh well, um, Iron Man two, brother. Come on, man. Really? I, it doesn't matter, bro. It's <laughs> all part of the greater good of the story. Yeah, wow. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Like like some some fans just gotta like take the the the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe as it's like as like. As its own separate universe, you yeah. know, it's like mm-hmm. it's like the ultimate universe, or yeah. you and know, even, like six one six. Like they have like it's gonna have its own story. Media tying in, like you right. got those, what happens in the movies affects the TV show. Yes, and, you know, and if, if yes. you're into that, yes, actually, you know? that's yes. one thing. That's one thing I, I'm, I'm, I forgot. I forgot about that. I wanted to touch on. Um, they have seeded the uh, Marvel's Agents of Shield, yeah. uh, TV show with bits uh, that will obviously be in the next movie. So. I'm I'm excited to see what they're going to do next. Um, I've I've been like excited about a movie franchise in a long, long time. Me too, bro. That's the Me thing. too. Yeah. That's my main takeaway from this. It's like they managed to do the damn near impossible and get me to care 
about the next movie. And I mean, it's to the point where I can't front. Mm-hmm. I feel a little guilty because I've always been so hardcore with DC. Yeah. So I feel so guilty embracing it so hard right now. It's just crazy, <laughs> man. man. I'm, not I'm just like, like oh, too, Batman, what happened, bro? What, what is Suicide Squad is gonna it's gonna like fix up DC you know, the cinematic universe, I'm man. Hoping I'm hoping so, you, bro. I'm listen, hoping so. Listen, the saving grace of that multiverse universe is yeah. Ben Affleck. No, you listen to me, damn it. You let that man take exe- I heard I read, I don't know if it's true or not, that he he's ex- he took executive producer control of the uh, JL League movie. Me too, I heard that too. Yes. Argo was great. The town was great. Yeah, but these movies weren't like superb like Oscar nomination, but they were good. But like if you look at Ben Affleck movies, and I'm not saying you're wrong, I'm just saying like historically he's got a poor track record. No, 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 no. Poor tracker because he worked with other people. But those were his fledgling uh, years. Uh, nah, I don't know. Those were his fledgling Okay, okay. Not a poor tracker. You didn't like him in Dogma. You didn't like him in Dogma? No, no I'm not saying. I'm not placing judgment. I'm just saying. Yeah. You look at, say, Rotten Tomatoes. And you're like, yeah, yeah, how good is Ben Affleck? And historically, you know, that's my. That's all I'm saying. That's all. Well, not a poor track record so much. Just as a, a string of bad luck. But no, I do believe <laughs> he can bring the franchise back. Going back to Civil War real quick. If anyone hasn't seen this movie... This, to date, is my favorite of all the Marvel movies, and that's really putting it on a high pedestal because Guardians of the Galaxy was great. Yeah. Captain America Winter Soldier was mm-hmm. great. The first Iron Man was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first, first Avengers movie, phenomenal. You know, um, Avengers Age of Ultron was, nah. was, 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 was a movie. It was, <laughs> it, was part, it was part of the puzzle. <laughs> I recommend anyone check this out. Highly recommend it. And if you haven't read Civil War... Yes, read it. Mm-hmm. New fans... Old fans who need to do a redo, read yeah. it. Read it, man. It's 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 an amazing piece of work. Read it and just dig deep into it. Dig deep into the to the arc. Trust me, you'll get a. Even though there are differences, there are clearly parallels between Civil War the comic and the movie, and you'll get a greater appreciation of the movie. Last question, Jay. What did you think of? Did you think that they captured the spirit of Civil War? Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. They definitely captured the spirit with it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. definitely a decent follow up, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right, want to thank you all for joining us. This has been another episode of the Geek Down right here on WEMF Radio. Want to thank my homeboy. JM. Peace, y'all. One Glad the, to be here. Oh, brother, you were always welcome, man. Happy you could come through here three weeks in a row. Next week oh, will be nice. four. Nice. Yeah, this man's looking ragged, Joe. <laughs> oh, that's Joe. right. You got to think Working of hard. Yeah. yeah. I want to thank Dirty D. Snoogans, brother. And real quick, shout out Taryn Cook. RIP, man. I wasn't here for the mm. discussion, but damn, dude, that hurt. I yeah, woke up man. to that. That hurt. That was a hard one, yo. Yeah. Darwin Cook, comic pioneer. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, sir. Yeah. All right. Want to thank Doug. Uh, thank you. It's been a pleasure. You guys are awesome. Thank yeah. you. Want to thank Nick. Terrific. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And of course, Herb. Uh, goodbye, true believers. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Excelsior. <laughs> all right. And want to thank you all for listening to the Geek Down right here on WEMF Radio. Catch us every Monday nights, 9 p.m. right here on WEMF.com. On WEMF.com, where we have interesting sound issues. Uh, if you heard anything uh, tonight you want to chime in on, hit us up at Geek down radio at gmail.com or just check us out right on the site geek-down.com for the latest and the greatest and i will update the damn thing we've been kind of busy with the wrap-up and interviews and reviews and stuff but i'll be putting a lot of stuff up there tonight and then dude i will catch you all with another fantastic phenomenal show right here and until then for the next week shoot you know what to do be excellent to each other and we'll catch you all next monday night Good evening. You're listening to WEMFradio.com.